unleash the power of knowledge and connect with the heartbeat of the African diaspora. Download our African Diaspora News Channel app now on Google Play and Apple App Store. Stay informed with authentic and diverse perspectives, breaking news and cultural insights. Immerse yourself in a community that celebrates unity, resilience and progress. Experience the vibrancy of the diaspora at your fingertips. Don't miss out. Empower your perspective today. Search African Diaspora News Channel and join the conversation. Do you remember that time that South Africa's president said that by supporting Palestine, they know that America is going to come for them. They know that the West are going to come for them. And they're going to try and interfere with their internal politics, economy, development, just because they chose to be on the right side of history. It's actually happening. But let's listen to what he had to say first. As we reflect on this matter, we must be mindful that our success has exposed not only the atrocities that have been carried out or being carried out by the State of Israel, it also has exposed the moral bankruptcy of those countries who by their acts of omission or commission are allowing genocide to take place in Gaza on their watch. And we say this, we say this humbly without pointing fingers. We are also conscious of the fact that there will be systematic fightback campaigns as well. And I say this so that we are aware of it. There can be little doubt that these forces will do all in their power to prevent South Africa from firstly concluding its case on the merits of the matter in the ICJ. Speaking to the lawyers, I found them quite ready, willing, and prepared to take this case forward to its final conclusion. The fight back may also focus on our domestic politics and our electoral outcomes in order to pursue a regime change agenda. Hello there, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of Our Conversations. My name is Indira Ganga. I'm a business journalist by profession and a digital content creator. I love coming on here, having conversations with you guys about black people, Africans, our empowerment, and how we can rise up and take our rightful place at the global stage. Connect with me on social media at Andero Oganga. Or you can come over to my YouTube channel at Andero Oganga. No, rather at New Dawn Africa channel. I just rebranded the channel. And sometimes, you know, in Sahili, we say Mase and Atambu. What you're used to can be a little bit, you know, muscle memory here and there. But you can catch me there where I profile um, Africa through people, politics, and culture. A while back, um, South Africa took um, Israel to the International Court of Justice on allegations of genocidal acts in Palestine. They also sent a notice to the UK and US with the intention of suing them for being accomplices to the genocidal act. They are funding the genocide. They are giving money to Israel. They're giving weapons to Israel. They're giving Israel the moral support that they need to continue carrying out the atrocities that they're carrying out in Palestine. That was South Africa's case. They went to the International Court of Justice. Can you an African country? It took an African country to stand up for Palestine and do the needful, stand up against the West. That was very gutsy of South Africa. And obviously it was almost humiliating for the West because how dare this African country try to hold us 
accountable for the things that we're doing. Who are you to speak to us? And President Cyril Ramaphosa, um, during a recent address said, he can feel the retaliation coming. This was way before, this was before this even happened. He said, I know and I can feel the retaliation coming. Those are such heavy words to be uttered by a head of state because it means that political and economic development could be in jeopardy because this country chose to be on what it says, the right side of history. And he wasn't lying, actually. Um, <clears throat> a new bill, you know, is being introduced to review South Africa's ties after the genocide case against Israel. And I'm just going to read this article for you guys so that it just gives you context. It says, Congressman John James and Jared, I can't read that name, introduced a bill last week in the House in the U.S. House of Representatives that seeks to undergo review of a bilateral relationship between the United States and South Africa. What did President Ramaphosa say? There will be interference with political and economic. This is on the economic front, you know. The U.S.-South Africa Bilateral Relations Review Act would require a full review of bilateral relations between the United States and South Africa, in quotes, given South Africa's recent positioning and coordination with America's adversaries. How is Palestine America's adversary? What kind of power and influence? Palestine is being bombarded and flattened by Israel, who are being funded by America. So how, how are they America's adversary? <clears throat> Let's continue. South Africa has been building ties to countries and actors that undermine America's national security and threaten our way of life through its military and political cooperation with China and Russia and its support of U.S. designated terrorist organization Hamas, James said in a statement. Now, South Africa, let's get it clear. South Africa has not come out and said they support Hamas. South Africa has come out very clearly and said that whatever Israel is doing in Palestine is genocidal, is an ethnic cleansing. Asking pertinent questions like how many children, how many more children and how many more women and how many more flattened building will atone for what happened. Of course, what Hamas did is, is, is tragic. Words cannot even put it in action. But how many more, how many for one Israeli life, how many Palestinian lives have to be lost so that we feel like we're equal? And you know, in a war, <clears throat> there's never revenge. You can never atone for what you feel like you've lost in a war. You just keep losing. You actually keep losing. It goes to say, under this current administration, America has been put last. That's a little bit of an exaggeration, but let's continue. Leaving our allies and partners beholden to dictators and despots in Beijing and Moscow for crucial needs like energy. Beijing and Moscow know the American game. They already read your game. They know the American game. They know America's next move before America makes it. They have worked very hard to build alternative relations, build influence on the African continent. You know, the ties between Russia and South Africa go way back. It's nothing new. The kind of investment 
China has invested over $1 trillion in the Belt and Road Initiative, some of which pressures through the African continent. China put a record investment in 2017, lending to African countries. Now is when America is beginning to invest in Africa. Just 2022, was it December of 2022, where there was the US-Africa um, summit in Washington that President Joe Biden and his administration pledged some money to start going into development in Africa over the next five years, is it three or five years thereabout? So America developing Africa is a recent thing. America building substantial ties with Africa is a new thing. And you can't be angry at Russia and China for getting here ahead of you and realizing that the best way to build relations on the African continent is to partner when it comes to development. And then he goes on to say, he added that to ensure the security of the US, we must examine our alliances and disentangle from those who remain willing to work with our adversaries. It's about to get hard for South Africa. If this is what we're being told in the public and these are the laws that they're willing to manipulate, imagine the ties that are being pulled privately. By the time the South African president came out to talk about this publicly, he knew. He knew exactly what he was talking about. He knew. It's about to get hard before it gets easy. Uh, South Africa is going to be one of the very few countries on the African continent that is going to feel the wrath of America. And you know the thing is, they don't even have to unleash their full wrath. Just a little. You know, just a little. They only need to make a few calls to their friends and say, we have a problem in South Africa. And the way Africa is structured, just travel advisories. You paralyze tourism which is a major contributor to many African GDPs. So it's about to get hard before it gets easy. But knowing the people of South Africa, they're going to get through this. You know, they are <clears throat> some of the very few Africans, unlike Ghana and Kenya, they're up there with Rwanda where they've said no to Western interference. And no in that part of the continent actually means no. Thank you so much for watching. Comment down below what your thoughts are and I'll see you again next time.